Hello. Oh, my camera died. <laughs> somewhere in <laughs> that process. Like, oh, no. Just kidding. Yeah. Somewhere in the process of getting things ready, my camera died. So uh, with that in mind, uh, with that fancy new, I love technology. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. We'll start with Evelyn while I get this camera working. Evelyn Corbin playing Dr. Dasavi Onayet. Uh, Brian. My name is Brian. I'm playing Captain Jorah Hage. Uh, the only thing I have to plug is my cat. She's great. And I'm done. Yay. Uh, Jack, go ahead. Yes. Hello. Just waiting for my introduction. Yep, Hello, I am Jack. No, you're, you're doing your own thing. I get it. This happens all the time on my channel. Speaking of my own channel, you can find me <laughs> over at twitch.tv slash the people's ascension, most usually on Saturdays. Uh, every Saturday at 2 p.m. U.S. Eastern time, I run a Dungeons and Dragons uh, campaign series. It's a, it's a really fun show. A uh, lot, more, lot more drama and intrigue than the usual comedy D&D that we see a lot of. So if, if that's more of your thing and you you want some some uh some some more fantasy to go along with the sci-fi we have here come check that out i also do all kinds of different uh you know just kind of hang out let's plays uh ttrpg related content throughout the week uh as for right here i am excited to be playing uh commander or ronnie ambrose and most importantly today secret agent tong yes <laughs> hopefully that comes out well um oh it's gonna be horrible it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for my uh, my medal of honor slash court martial ceremony. Yes. Um, I still have no camera and I can't figure out why it's not working. So, did you try turning it off and turning back on? Uh, I did that earlier, but no, not this most recent attempt. Um, I will keep flummoxing with it. Uh, while both we... in Discord or, or or both both physically and on whatever OBS or whatever you're using. Yeah, I've done it in OBS. I've tried. Sometimes uh, it just forgets that cameras exist. Yeah, no, I've tried that uh, several times. I've even tried switching it. Like, I can get my other cameras to work. Um, like, here's my laptop camera, um, which is terrible and gets a bad view. And, you know, and here's the OBS camera, which is the camera that you guys see. So it's just my black magic camera that doesn't want to do anything because it's black magic and that's how black magic do. Um, you must you're not do. You're supposed to mess with black magic. Yeah, you're, you have to do black magic with the dark black arts. magic cameras to work. Precisely. Um, so in the meantime, while we're waiting for me to get this camera working, we can go ahead and start anyways. They don't people they don't need to see me. I'm not important. Um, where did we Where did we want to pick up? I should say because we left off with. Secret Agent Tong going into the tube, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Going into the tube, erecting a force field outside the door, and then another one at the entrance to the Jeffrey's tube after himself. Right. Um, let's go ahead and pick up with, uh, with Tong doing that. Um, hang on, I'm plugging the camera back in. <laughs> Uh, that's not going to work. I don't think I got to plug back in. Um, all right. Um, so Tong, you have, you, to, to quick, do a quick recap of the things that you had done earlier, you had discovered that there was, uh, some possible infiltration in the, uh, room on deck eight. 
and you had gone to investigate. You had found there was a data chip, a data crystal of some sort, that was there that was distinctly not Federation. Uh, and then you remembered that this room, being an interior room, has a Jeffrey's tube behind it. Decided to seal everything off and climb into the Jeffrey's tube, um, where uh, you then sealed off the door behind you and began walking down uh, the Jeffrey's tube. Does that about sum it up? Uh, yeah. I, I, I have my, uh, my engineer's kit with, uh, with a little plasma torch out as my only point of defense, and I'm sure I have a tricorder. Right. Um, all right. One more try on this camera real quick. Huh. I hate, I hate this thing. All right. Anyway. So, uh, as you're heading down the Jeffrey's tube, uh, you can hear, uh, you can hear energy relays below you that are, are, are active. Um, but you don't hear any footsteps currently. Uh, I assume you want to proceed. Well, you have a choice. You have two choices, really, to just proceed down or up. The energy relays that you're hearing appear to be a sound. The sound appears to be going down or below you. Okay. Uh, do I pick up any any life signs on my tricorder? Uh, yes, in the Jeffrey's tube specifically, uh, since obviously you get lots since mm -hmm. it's a ship full of people. Um, there is someone moving uh, quickly through the Jeffrey's tubes heading back towards the uh, the foreground, of the, the fore of the ship. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I am I am going to I am going to pursue, but if I get to one of those randomly placed convenient terminals that they sporadically place throughout Jeffrey's tubes, I'm going to see if I can arrest a force field in front of that individual. Okay. Um, all right, you're making your way down through the tubes, uh, moving as quickly as you can. Whoever you're chasing is obviously um, quite agile, as they're also making their way through the tubes quickly. Um, you get to one of those conveniently placed panels and go ahead and uh, uh, give me an engineering and insight roll before you give me anything else. Okay. Uh, engineering insight. I assume I don't have a focus. Uh, I don't, I don't have that so. sheet in front of yeah. me, unfortunately. Uh, so. Transporters and replicators and electroplasma power systems. Uh, no. Cool. Uh, difficulty? Difficulty is going to be two. Okay. Uh, no, we'll we'll just we'll just roll straight. I'm not going to generate threat on on this. Oof, only one. One success, no complications. I didn't change the complication range. I should have done that. Um, you quickly notice that notice that there is um, something amiss with the trans with the with the council here. Um, it appears to be booby trapped. Oh, you only got one success. I only got one success. You do not notice this. I do not notice this. Beep 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 beep. Um, it promptly over uh, over. Because of spark and overheat and, and mm -hmm. uh, shunt uh, electro electricity through itself um, doesn't hurt you, but it uh, the council does shut down, um, and you see the lights in the section that you are on go off. 
which point on the bridge, um, there is notification at whoever is sitting at the uh, ops or flight station, depending on what you guys, whoever, whichever one's a PC manned one, um, that there is a power outage in Jeffrey's Tube 8 section, whatever I said last time, which I don't remember right now. Uh, section 4. 8-4. I think uh, Lieutenant Silva makes sense for that. Sure. Sitting at home. Uh, she'll observe that the uh, power has gone out uh, and she'll go, uh, hey, are we doing any maintenance on this this sector? To nobody in particular. Yeah. Um, There's nothing reported, Ensign. One of the duty officers reports. Well, or lieutenant. Looks, I think Silva's lieutenant. Sorry. Go ahead. It, look, it looks like we've got an outage. Uh, I don't know. Let me look. Let me look and find out who the closest technician is, and she'll just. Uh, she'll speak to the computer, I guess. Uh, computer, what's the closest technician to this node? I assume Tong still has his communicator on. Uh, yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, it appears Ensign Tong is in that corridor. Oh, well, he must have done it. Uh, and then she'll click her, uh, her comm badge. Uh, Tong, did, uh, did you burn out something we're showing uh we're showing a, a outage here up here on the bridge uh uh yes yes uh some, something is something is happening um i am i am in i am in pursuit please direct security to when i send a I, whatever jeffrey's to right. exit is or, over there it's decade section four, but yeah, you send it to the the appropriate, you know, yeah. receptacle. De decade section four. I'm 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 in pursuit. Only Silva will sit up straight, not expecting that answer. Uh, okay, uh, I guess it's a security alert. Uh, you, she'll uh, computer bring the ship to security alert. Uh, notify a security team. Okay, the ship goes to uh, to uh, essentially red alert. Uh, which I imagine piques the interest of a captain and or an Ambrose. Um, security, you're heading down. Uh, Mills, I assume that'll be you. Um, uh, and probably Cobra. Cobra. Sure, maybe we're at ball. Would make sense, but for RP, should we leave Mills out of this one if what I think is happening is happening? Uh, possibly. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think where I want this to go exactly, but. Okay. Um, so, all right. Uh, you're heading down. Security is heading down. Oh my goodness, my my screen just messed up on me. All right. Anyway, I just got a grid all on my screen for no reason. Um, I'm just technology is hating me today. You guys are heading. Security is heading down to that section. Tong, you are trying to make your way that way as well. Uh, it's much more difficult now with the lights off. You get that little hand light out. Mm -hmm. Um, and hold it next to your right next to your eye because that just makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Um. And you're making your way through when, uh, uh, give me a security, um, security and insight roll. And if you fail the roll, you're going to be attacked. Okay. Difficulty, security insight. difficulty is going to be two. Uh, security insight. Yeah. Uh, I have a target of 12 there. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can do anything about that but give you threat. Okay. 
Uh, normal complication range. Normal complication range. You know what? It's not Ambrose, so it's not going to be as dramatic, but sure, I'll give you a threat to roll an extra dice there. All right, I'll take it. Because this up. is an incredibly stupid situation that Tom is in. It <laughs> deserves some threat. <laughs> I already added it to the nice sheet, so go ahead. Ow. Thanks. I'm not doing it. One success. Uh, so, Tong, um, you're going to find yourself slightly phasered. Okay. Um, and by find yourself, I mean, let me roll damage and see if you if you find yourself or if someone finds you later. Mm -hmm. Light phasering. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven damage, uh, with, um, 11. So it'd be a total of 11 damage to use. 11 stress to you, sir. Uh, that is my entire stress bar. All right. So, so you will find yourself later waking, waking up somewhere yeah. else. Yep. So Tong goes around the corner and finds himself slightly unconscious. Yeah, and I'm I'm crawling forward on my elbows because Jeffrey's tube. Right. I got my I got my little little hand light out, which is really hard to crawl with because why would you design a light that you have to hold like this? Right. <laughs> yeah. yep. uh, I'm just uh, halt, stop your under <laughs> All right. Uh with that, um a few seconds later, the Jeffrey's tubes or the uh, security arrives at the the Jeffrey's tube terminal where they are, uh, where where Tong had directed them, and after a minute or so of waiting, no one appears. Um, uh, Mills, you can go ahead and be there. Um, yep. You and Koba uh, are waiting. Koba and Mills. That's not Mills. That's Mar. That's not Mills. Mills. Uh, Waiting for Tong to come out of the hole, or someone, or anyone to come out of the Jeffrey's tube hole, and no one does. What are you guys going to do? I will come Ensign Tong. Uh, you get no response. Just look at Koba with a a like a, an expression of "Let's go." Well, not and follow. Okay. Right. Going in. You head into Jeffrey's tube. Um, after a few, uh, after a few hundred feet on your hands and knees with those little stupid flashlights, um, <laughs> uh, you uh, you get past one of the junction points, uh, and there's a, a hand phaser that is lying there, just a little Type One hand phaser, um, and shortly, short just a short distance from that, maybe not even ten feet, um, there is a. Uh, a very unconscious uh, tong. The phaser, when you look at it, is set to um, like the lowest level of stun. Okay. Clearly, clearly, whoever it was was trying not to incinerate the ensign. Right. Um, I'll calm the sick bay. Uh, Mills to medical. We will be incoming with ensign tong. He is unconscious. Appears to have taken a phaser blast set to stun, should be fine. Um, 
but want to get them checked out. Okay. Uh, and that's a good place to do the intro roll. Even though I still can't get my camera to work. <laughs> Exactly. All right, so we're back. Uh, Captain's log, go ahead. Captain's log, stardate 52882.51. Now, there's an old trill axiom. All troublemakers come from the same spawn pool. I think we're about to find out if that's right. While trying to arrange passage through Romulan space to the lost world of Iconia to put a stop to a group of rogue Klingons, we've uncovered that somebody has been sabotaging Eva's program. I can only hope that my crew can get a handle on our ship so we can uh, get underway. All right. Uh, anybody want to start anywhere? We have uh, a number of scenes that we left off last session. Uh, loose ends, as it were. Well, I think it's safe to say that a security alert would get to the captain. So he is definitely going to return to the ship. Yep. All, right. all the issues we've had. Let's... Uh, uh, I imagine Hage probably have heard by now that, you know, Tong was found in a Jeffrey's tube and whatnot. So let's go ahead and actually start this out with no way for Tong to hide from the captain. Um, <laughs> and the captain is in sickbay with a recovering Tong who is uh, who has been treated by uh, the, the good doctor. Um, he will recover from his wounds fully. He is not injured in any way. And gotten a stern lecture from Mills about calling for backup and not going to tubes alone after saboteurs. We didn't use that one on camera. I was about to see what the captain probably. So, uh, but anyway, captain, you know, essentially that, uh, yeah, there was a security alert and Tong was in the, in the corridor looking for somebody. Instant Tong. Uh, how are you feeling? Hey, um, the, the doctor has seen that I am well, sir. Um, that's good. When I heard that one of my uh, that one of my engineers had been ambushed in a Jeffrey's tube, uh, I I got worried. Do you mind telling me what happened? Uh, of, of of course, sir. Um, I. Uh, no, noticed a, a problem in the nearby uh, Jeffrey's tube, a, a, a number of issues that I was I was going to uh, check out, and uh, I, I traced that to to the Jeffrey's tube, and I was looking into the situation uh, when I uh, noticed some sabotage when a panel blew up in my face, uh, sir, and then 
I uh, proceeded and got shot, sir. So you noticed sabotage in the ship, but you didn't think to call in a security alert? I, I I I did I I did uh, in, inform uh, whoever was on the uh, communicator when that happened, uh, sir. Well, um, we'll ha I'll have to check the communicator logs to see if that's the case. Um, I was told that you were the one contacted when you were found to be in the area. After. A power surge. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, that that was uh, that that was a, a, a sabotage that that I noticed when it exploded, uh, sir. Ensign Tong, Starfleet likes a little bit of recklessness in its officers. It does. Uh, a old tradition going back uh, hundreds of years. One thing it won't tolerate, though, is lying. Are you telling me the whole truth? Uh, well, uh, tr tr truths can be very long, sir. Uh, I've got time. Right. Uh, well, uh, sir, I, I noticed um, uh, at, at, at some point there was some interesting communications uh, that we couldn't really identify, so I was looking into them and I didn't really think anything much of them at, at the time. Uh, and, and then I noticed that they, they led somewhere and that somewhere was, was strange, uh, sir, so I, I looked into that uh because because that that was that was strange uh and and i set something up so that if it happened again i would know and then i could make sure it was actually something uh sir and i was in the process of doing that uh said something uh investigation uh sir and then i got uh shot you went into a potentially dangerous situation alone and for your trouble you managed to get you managed to get knocked out and left into left in a, a corridor uh, yep uh, yes sir we're going to have another talk about this uh, of course sir right now you concentrate on getting better after that we'll figure out i, I want a full report no no half-truths or omissions. I want everything. What you found, uh, where you found it. We're going to put this in Starfleet security hands. Uh, the people who it should have been in the hands of in the first place. Not Starfleet security, but the, the security department's hands. Yes, sir. Of, of course, sir. I have a report for you right away, sir. He'll pat his knee. All right, get better. And then he'll, he'll leave. I got my camera working. Hey. Hey. And that was a good scene. I like that scene. Um, anybody else have anything they want to do real quick before we move into something else?
I, I definitely want to see the part two to that scene because there there's definitely a part two uh, to that scene yeah all right um so what's next for you guys um i mean i, I feel like uh jored would leave a sweep of the ship to arani sure since he's head of security and, you know, as, as I said, security should be in charge of this. Right. So Ambrose clearly is, I assume Tong is going to actually submit a report. Oh, yes. Tong being uh, obedient. Yeah, right, right right, away, really. And and as thorough as, as Tong can be. So this is going to be a really long, really repetitive, right. really badly written report. It's going to contain things like what he ate for breakfast and what time the replicator, like he's going to reference all the logs and give links like, oh, to yeah. all the logs. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, a, like a lot of really well-written technical information and then a lot of just stumbling and cyclical thinking and and right. whatnot when it actually comes to application of, of doing things right um so ambrose you uh you get your security teams working on um investigating the ship uh do you have anything you want to do with that or do you want to skip that and, and just say that the ship is being uh the, the security breaches are being investigated by 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 uh ship security uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, first off, no one in or out of the ship, ship's on lockdown. Right. Uh, in, inform the, the station of what happened, uh, file, file that sort of report, make sure that everybody knows no one in, no one out, uh, that, and that includes both the, uh, the airlocks and of course, transporters. Mm -hmm. Um, and in fact, we'd probably take all but one down. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, just send out security teams to, to sweep the ship. And we did find, uh, Mills did find the hand phaser. So I want to get that to the doctor and see if they can get any, any prints or DNA off of it. Yeah. Koba's got forensics, so he could sweep the, the, the scene of the attack for any kind of Perfect. DNA traces. All right. Uh, and probably, probably have somebody work with one of the, uh, security teams, probably the one that Koba's on actually, uh, somebody from engineering. Uh, who is not Tong to work with Koba on uh, checking out the the actual sabotage? All right, um, let's go ahead and have Dasavi and Koba in uh, one of the bio bays doing some forensics. Um, uh, we can start with uh, giving me a a roll. Um, let me see my sheets here. Uh, let's get a control or reason and medicine versus or science i'll take science for that one too versus um reason and security with uh uh not with not versus but um assisted by uh reason and security with the focus in forensics so why don't you take the main role on that brian and i'll take the assist well, you want me to roll the the one to assist, right, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the main role is will be Koba. It'll be reason and security. Okay. Come on. Um. Wow, I have no help. I'm going to generate a threat. Uh, you should have rolled. Okay, there we go. 
Oh, yes, you are contender to threat. Um, so that's a 20, a four, and a three, plus you gave me a threat for doing that. That is four successes. Um, four successes for you and one for her, right? Nope. No, two? No, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I the rolled over. Yeah. My my target was 15. Uh, four four right. total. For the ship cannot assist, I'm going to use my complication at the moment um, to do something else. You definitely get DNA off of it. You get two types of DNA off of it, in fact, because of your complication. Um, uh, you get Romulan DNA and you get Vulcan DNA. Mm. Um, you have your difficulty would have been two for that, so you have two questions you can ask on that if you want to break that down some more. Since the doctor is working with you, you can get more specific than that if you need to. Uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to generate the momentum. Sure, we need it. All right. So you have Vulcan and Romulan DNA on the on the hand phaser and in the Jeffrey's tube area, as well as Frangi. <laughs> I think we need to account for all. Vulcan and uh, all Vulcan and Romulan crew members, which there's no Romulan crew members, so it's no. just Vulcan. See, yes. Um, um I think crew we have... and civilian uh, as we well. Have, yeah, I think we have Teketh and Varen are, are the only main and civilians. Yeah. Vulcans. Yeah, because because Mar, Mar is no Mar longer is not aboard. aboard. Yeah, correct. Yep, those are the only two main. There's like there's a few other. Right, presumably <laughs> some, you know. Yeah, there's there's a number of Vulcans, but from there's, under the bridge. Yeah, there's a few more Vulcans, but that's about it. Um, you've got maybe a do half dozen total, including Teketh and Varen. So uh, the first thing we'll do is we'll check uh, their uh, where the, where the computer says they were at that time. Uh, Okay. So then see if, you know, any alibis check out. We, we do have a pretty limited window in which they had to have been there. Yep. Uh, we've been reports that Vren was in the archaeology lab. Um, the other mm -hmm. six Vulcans were either in their quarters or, or duty labs. Um, and it reports that Teketh was in um, uh, the kitchen area of the main... Um, forward lounge okay so beyond secure or beyond computer id uh do are are any of them uh were any of them alone at the time at that time uh varen and Teketh were both alone at that time and then those who were in their rooms well actually the ones in the rooms probably weren't alone because they're probably all lower officers so they at least bunk with one other person so sure uh well then um i think uh koba will go to uh orani and uh, say, uh, Commander Ambrose, uh, well, I've narrowed it down to two suspects. Uh, they're both Vulcans, the only Vulcans in the crew who uh, don't, don't, have an alibi, don't have an alibi that checks out. Okay, what are we looking at? Well, Specialist Varen and uh, Teketh, the bartender. Could also have been a somebody stowing away. Uh, I can't uh, rule that out. But out of out of the crew that the computer is aware of, 
those are the only two that could have been there. It is definitely Vulcan DNA, or it's definitely Vulcan or Romulan DNA. The Romulan part of that equation concerns me. We obviously don't have any Romulan crew. Is it possible that, I'm sure it's in, entirely possible that a Romulan agent snuck aboard the ship since we've been docked? Uh, the ship usually identifies crew at the very least by comm badges. Let's see if we can get a general life sign scan of the ship and see if we can find anyone stowing away. If it is a Romulan agent, I'm sure, I'm sure they have a way around that, but see if we can scan for any pockets of the ship that, well, can't be scanned, that, that might have a blind spot or might have an echo. Sure. So I think, uh, I think uh, um, Yezabeth would be the best perfect person to do that. Sure. Uh, so she gets calmed and she, she says, Wait, you want me to turn the sensors? The, you want me to turn our sensors to, into the ship? Yes, an internal an internal sensor sweep. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, I can I can use the sensor pod. Uh, we'll get uh, tremendous amounts of resolution out of it. Uh, you know what? That sounds like fun. Um, let me let me see what I can do. And so she'll uh, go to the sensor pod and she'll like refract it up through using the the um, using the deflector array, um, and she'll turn the outboard sensors inward and uh, scan the ship for any life signs. Okay, um, I'm not. There's no role required for that, um, but you definitely. I, I don't need you guys to generate too much. Uh, too much. Uh, momentum here <laughs> a little bit but um anyway the uh it, it doesn't take long for you to be able to do that um you do note though that there's going to be some areas of the ship that are going to be more difficult to scan um just because of the high the high energy output they put like the main engineering is harder to scan um stuff around the the main warp nacelles and the main warp core um, however those areas can be scanned pretty easily by hand um you do not detect any abnormalities uh, in the ship as far as life signs go. Um, so between a coordinated effort of uh, ship sensors as well as uh, hand sensors, we are able to determine that there's no additional people on there. Are, yeah, there are presently no additional persons aboard ship that are not accounted for. There's no one hiding in the turbo, in the, in the, in the, you know, in the hidden parts of the ship, you've, right. you've, you, it takes a little while, but yeah, you can get a pretty good, uh, a 99.9% .9 accurate, um, detailed scan of the ship. And there's a, a gnat down here. It's pissing me off. So I think, uh, Yezabeth will, uh, contact, uh, commander, um, commander, uh, I, I couldn't possibly be more certain, but I don't think there's anybody on the ship who's, who's not accounted for. Okay, I was almost hoping we had a breach. Good work, Ensign. Thanks. So, right. um, whilst those scans are going on, and you guys are figuring out what you want to, what steps you want to take next, um, but during the scan, uh, Hage, uh -huh. you receive uh, a communication from. 
uh, from Trill. Okay. Uh, I have to find the communication. Stand by. Sure. Um, so, <clears throat> oh crap, that's the wrong one. Here we go. Uh, so you were contacted by uh, someone you recognize as soon as they come on screen. Um, it's an older, very old man, probably early 90s. Um, his name is Andal. He is the um, he is the former husband of one of your previous hosts, um, which we discussed earlier. Um, you can see that he's he doesn't look well. Um, uh, his his eyes are sunken and his skin is paler than it would normally, have, you know, even for a man of his advanced age. Um, and there is a, a, a someone of likely to be a nurse behind him who looks um, displeased by his his insistence on this phone call being made this this uh this call being made um calder is that you calder uh, as he squints <laughs> he uh, jorad will look um visibly disturbed and he'll go andal um no um calder calder's calder's deceased oh Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm Jorad. I'm Page. Yes, um, Jorad. Yes, I, I, I followed your career some. Um, uh, I'm not well, Page, and I have some belongings that I want you to have. Uh, I. It has been a long time since I've seen you. And I want come to Trill one time. I have things that belong to Calder. You're not well? What's wrong? Uh, some damn thing the nurses tell me I've... And he... <coughs> the nurse kind of comes up behind him and um, leans in and she just kind of shakes her head a little bit and... Uh, He's not, um, it's a tumor, and he's not long. She kind of cleans him up a little bit and sets him back up in the chair, and then he kind of, you know, gestures for her to get off of him and, eh, leave me alone. Bastard. Always tampering and fiddling in places they don't belong. Doctors. You're not a doctor, are you, Hage? No. Not, not in this lifetime. Small favors. Uh, come to Trill, Hage. Come. I'm afraid I'm quite far from Trill. Um, and even if I could, we both know that that's a bad idea. Damn the commission. I don't care about that. It's, you're not fraternizing with an old... I'm long past that it's important to me Hage one time please tell me you'll come he hesitates a long moment and then he says I'm in the midst of a, I'm in the midst of something right now L let me 
perhaps when the situation is resolved, we can speak again. He kind of nods and uh, yeah, make it soon. And then he cuts off the camera. Uh, Jorab like brings his hand up and just like runs it over his face. He's he's obviously shaken up by this. Um, but then he says, uh, uh, "Sorry for the personal uh, communication. Uh, we've got an intruder just fine. Let's concentrate on that." All right. Uh, anybody else have anything they want to do? Back to Ambrose and whatnot for that, or uh, anybody else got anything else they want to do other than that? Um, I feel like Silva's going to do some looking around on her own. Okay. Because, you know, she wants to get in Starfleet intelligence. She knows the security team's not going to invite her on, it, on any spycraft. Uh, so she's going to she's going to do some unconventional uh, looking around. All right. Going to get some on your own investigation time in going to talk to Tong at all, or just kind of go do your thing. I think she's just going to do her thing. Um, like she'll, um, trying to think of an interesting, uh, way to do this. Um, where would you start? She wouldn't know as much as everybody else. Sure. But, um, I think she would, she would start at the communications logs. She would know that if somebody, uh, if the, if there was an infiltrator on board, they would have had to send multiple messages. So she's going to look for like embedded messages within uh, the communications log to see if she can come up with some kind of pattern that matches with like duty shifts. Okay. Um, that's going to be uh, an extended task, I think. Um... Okay. Also, the difficulty is going to be two. Uh, The work would be 10 because it's default. Um, The resistance on that is going to be three, though, because it's obviously encrypted stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, And then the duration on it will be, let's say, an hour between rolls. Um. When she realizes the 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 enormity of the task, I think she'd try to get somebody to help her with this. Um, sure. Get again going out outside channels. Um, who are you gonna Who are you gonna go with? Who are you gonna reach out to? Anybody Anybody have any interesting ideas? I think it'd be Tom, actually. Okay. Uh, so Silva can approach Tong. We'll see how that plays out. Um, uh, Tong's un- unless Tong is on on duty doing something specific, he's probably just back in his room, sulking. <laughs> sure, that'd be a good place to find him in Tong's mm-hmm. quarters. Shared shared ensign quarters with one, two, three other people. <laughs> uh, she'd uh, she'd chirp his door. Yes. She comes in. She's like got a data pad, and she's just like patting it against her hand. And she's like, "Hey, how you doing?" 
How are your lobes? They're fine. Well, uh, good, because I've got a chance for you to redeem yourself if you're interested. Mm. Uh oh. I seem to have frozen. Oh, I can still hear you at least. We can hear you. Oh, you're good now. Good. Yeah. All right. Yay. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know, Lieutenant. Uh, Look, hey, I would have done exactly the same thing in your place. I know, I, I get why you didn't want to intervene anybody else, why you, didn't want, why you didn't want to bring anybody else into it. I get it. But I think I've got an idea, but it's not my area of expertise. So I'm hoping we can work together and be, come to the captain or come to uh, or uh, come to Commander Ambrose and tell him we figured it out. Uh, no, that was the plan. Then, then let's do it. It doesn't have to be over. We just don't have to crawl through any air ducts. I I suppose if uh, if uh, if uh, Lieutenant were to uh, ask me for my professional assistance and in, in a matter to resolve this situation, I would be obligated as an ensign to oblige, uh, sir. That's the spirit. Now, uh, I've been trying to go over the communications log, looking for any uh, subcutaneous uh, uh, signals. I figure if somebody's been on board and it, uh, they would have had to be able to be here a while to do as the amount of damage they've been doing, maybe we can figure out who it is if they've been sending out any kind of outgoing messages. Uh, yes, yes, that, that was one of the, the first things I, I noticed. Uh, if I go back on these extensive notes I've taken over the past several weeks. <laughs> oh, these are fantastic. Well, let's see if we can't get through this encryption, figure out who's been sending this. Uh, uh, of course, uh, I, I uh, traced it through the power systems uh, to to uh, strange uh, things things used to relay a signal that really aren't designed to relay a signal. It really was incredibly in, in, ingenuitive uh, work. So whoever whoever is doing this has has a fairly expert grasp on on engineering systems uh, in a very unconventional. Uh, manner and also uh, access to very uh, expensive equipment. I wonder if they ever got that. Well, the one thing that they wouldn't have been able to get around is the fact that they'd have to be on duty sometimes. I brought the duty rosters. I brought the duty rosters for the last two months. I figure we can cross-reference and see if we can't figure out who it was that way. Well, it, it would take some time to, to shunt that amount of information through systems that aren't designed to have that amount of information. So if, if we can determine that somebody, you know, was, was not uh, accounted for in a, in a professional uh, capacity, 
during uh, all of those extended times that, that could narrow down uh, a suspect, yes. That's what I'm thinking too. And she'll, she'll plop herself on the bed next to him and ha hand him the data pad and uh, they'll, they'll get to work. All right, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, With Tong's assistance, or whoever wants to make the base roll, it doesn't matter. Uh, can I roll security for my roll with the espionage focus, or should it be? Yeah, I would say probably daring. And uh, if you're doing it quickly, I'd say daring. If you're not doing it, if you're trying to do it thoroughly, it would be control. Trying to do um, it quickly. Yeah, so daring and security with uh, espionage. And then Tong, you can probably do uh, either daring or reason or control. Either of those would really work, plus engineering. Okay. Roll the uh, spend a momentum. Nice. That, that is four successes. Five successes. Five successes. Six it, successes. it was hovering. It was hovering on that twenty, and then it rolled I, over to an eight. I, I you know I watched it think about that for a yep. little too long. Yeah. Six successes. Six successes. Uh, where was I? Okay. So the difficulty was two. So you have four momentum. Go ahead and roll your. Uh, go ahead and roll your work track. I do not have any uh, talents or anything. Talents, yeah. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and four momentum. Your resistance of three. Uh, we'll use one of those to decrease the uh, pe penetration. So. Um, So no. that'll give you that'll give you six with three momentum to spend. Yeah. So that's yeah nine total. If I put those if I put those towards work, which I will. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're making pretty good progress in your first hour of work. Um, you can definitely see uh, you've eliminated a, a, a lot of people in the first hour going through the data, especially considering you don't have, you know, Eva or anyone to assist with this. Um, the computer is not assisting at the moment. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll leave it there and see if we can find something else to do and come back to you guys. Okay. Um, I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see Evelyn get some game time. Uh, it feels like uh, Jack and I have been going back and forth for a while yeah. now. Good. Um, I have I have a good place for O'Connor to break in there if necessary. Uh, I actually have a place that. right now. Uh, we can have O'Connor step in right now if you really want to, because someone's gonna be looking after Eva or taking, yeah. you know, getting into the Eva stuff, and that's pretty much you. Yep, yeah. you do that. Um, you and Hage probably actually. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess we're down in the shuttle bay since that's where Eva is. Oh right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Either that, or if you want to be in the main core system, trying to figure out anything that's going on in there. Um. If you're talking to Eva, if you want to talk to Eva, yeah, it would be in shuttle. Uh, it would be in the underside of the ship in the actual, because the the arrow wing actually attaches to the bottom of the saucer section. Sure. Um, Much like the other uh, yachts, you know. No, that's fair. Um, 
Yeah, I think we'd probably be in the computer core then. Okay. Which in the AI access control, which is where Coaster went and shut everything down. Yeah. Um, and then that's uh, Hage and O'Connor. Um, and I don't think, I don't think, uh, other than Tong, I don't think Jack has anybody who would fit in here. So, um, so what's that? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. So, um, so you're going over the, the work, one that Kostra did to turn her off. Um, also how she managed to shunt herself into the, you know, to back herself up. She didn't really turn herself off. She didn't really relocate herself as much as back herself up into the, uh, into the, uh, the arrow wing in case something were to happen. Um, she is still somewhat active in the, she is still definitely active in the AI system. She just has no, no connection to anything. Um, so you, you can, you definitely can communicate with her inside of this control facility. <clears throat> um, the damage, the quote unquote damage that Coaster has done is completely reversible. Um, although some of it was done quickly, uh, mm-hmm. Not done recklessly, but clearly done in a in a in a rapid fashion. Um, so it probably a little bit more than had to be taken offline was. Um, again, though, Coaster is not an expert in positronic systems and and whatnot, so it's to be expected and nothing that can't be reversed. Um, but yeah, uh, go ahead and give me to start with uh, a control and science role with a. Focus if you have it in either computer systems or positronic mm-hmm. systems. I have computer analysis systems, but that'll no. work. Okay. Can uh, H can H assist with guidance, or he can assist with command? Yeah. Cool beans. Uh, I will use a focus in team dynamics. Please be nice. Oh, nice. Thank you, babe. Is that two? Is that three for you? Uh, only two. Two, and then a third from Paige. So that succeeds with two successes. Uh, two, uh, sorry, two advantages. Difficulty was one. Um. Yeah. Uh, you managed to to. Um, reestablish voice commands and that kind of thing. Um, obviously, Coaster never lost control of command functions. Uh, and you, you can see that the systems that Eva. Um, accessed without logged authorization was really only um, the 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 main systems that she was like she's accessed a lot of logs, but other than that, she hasn't accessed a whole lot of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what we actually said that caused the the shutdown. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember what it was, but I don't remember what it was. She um, decided she was. She felt she was being. Violated. Oh, she turned. She turned off the doctor, the EMH. The yeah. doctor was looking yep. into some connection between Dionasia and the Iconian situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I and then Eva perceived that as a threat to her existence and shut him down. Right. Um so while you're searching her systems, probably I assume at least to figure out what that connection might be. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't find anything that would be particularly um egregious. Like she's there was nothing being like all the data is all there you can access it um what you see basically is just it appears as though uh 
him simply breaching her computer core, like going into the her AI system to retrieve data, was the mm-hmm. cause of the of the the breach. Not necessarily the information she was he was trying to access, but the actual where the information is located is what uh, it appears. Because the information that you 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 locate the information, no problem, and you note that it's nothing of um nothing of consequence really i mean it would help a doctor figure out some stuff but it wouldn't be it's not like classified information or anything like that so you guys can go from there age will say out loud it's it's strange it's almost like a teenager slamming their door on somebody sort of um i i see it more like Sort of the natural reaction to having your mind probed. I suppose she didn't take any aggressive actions at us. She's she hasn't tried anything since then. Maybe we should maybe we should talk to her. She hasn't about. really been able to try anything since then. What doesn't make sense, sir, is the EMH is essentially part of Eva and she is designed to be essentially a large catalog of information. This should not have been considered a breach. Perhaps if well, they're, they're this, perhaps if if the access had been made by an unauthorized ship or an unauthorized user, but not by one of her own crew. Well, they're they're. Their data matrices might be the same, but their personality matrices are very different. It may be certainly. That, it may be that Eva perceived a more emotional uh, breach rather than a logical one. Hmm. Which then again comes back to whether or not she's sentient. From a technical standpoint, they are separate. He's stored in a different core than she is. He is an independent program from her. Okay. Just, just so that's a. Yeah. She, he, she would view him most as more as a crew member than anything else. Okay. Do, do you find any signs that somebody, there was, I know there were some t- signs of tampering. Can you figure out who did the tampering and what they might have been trying to do? I can I can try to trace it. Um, did remind me, Jack? Did Tong in his initial st- stammering debrief mention the um, device or not yet? Which of the many devices that Tong has found are you referring the to? The initial device that he found and the weird octopus baseball thing. Uh, not in his talk with Hage that would be okay. in his report which depending on the amount of time has gone past may have I, I feel like we would have read that probably okay. yeah, at the very least Hage would have Yeah. well Hage, Hage would want O'Connor to know what's going on you sure yeah. um, uh, if I can examine that device I may be able to better pinpoint origin um and you remember might have access as a reminder you'll as a reminder to you guys you also did uh tong and 
Daphine also mm. discovered the RNA sequence in the in the biogel packs, and Eva uses the biogel packs as part of her system. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, okay. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if Evelyn remembered that or not. I did not. Yeah, uh, I think this is definitely a biogel pack issue. I mean, the the communication spy issue might be tangentially related. I'm not ruling out that it's not the same same person doing it, but I don't think mm -hmm. they're. Yeah, I think they're two different issues right now. We're focused on Eva right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, yes, I'm uh, uh, Tong and whoever he was working with. Daphine. Uh, no, Daphine. Daphine. Probably Daphine actually would have wrote that report. So you guys mm -hmm. would know about the. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that O'Connor probably would. That, that's, that report would certainly be available to O'Connor because that's probably the reason you're down here. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, all right. I'll amend that statement a bit. Certainly, I, I can look into this this RNA se sequence in the gel packs and try and track down who would have the access and the authorization and um, the, the, the knowledge. Concentrate right now on what they were trying to do. Um, we'll leave the we'll leave the finding out who uh, soon, but let's figure out what let's figure out how this is affecting Eva so we can get her back online. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Anything else? Yeah, that's what you guys want to do in that team? Okay. Just sounded like you were going to say something there is all. So, um, all right. Um, late that, later that, well, actually, uh, we won't skip quite that far ahead yet. Let's go ahead and go back to uh, Tong and um, was it this, who, who was helping him? Silva. The, Silva, right. Mm -hmm. Tong and Silva uh, and finishing up that role to try to sort out some of that information. Uh, I'll use another momentum. Uh, much worse role. My name, I luck wouldn't hold out. Uh, that is zero successes for me. Nope, I'm sorry, one success for me. Well, that is at least one success in assistance. That's two. Right. Two is all you needed. Uh, I am going to take those complication points and just put them banked. So. Okay. Uh, one, two, three is all you get there but since uh not enough to get through the yeah resistance. the resistance is there so you guys basically um you hit a bit of a brick wall on the second hour you're you're digging through and you're finding but clearly whoever this is is um very very good at faking where they are um you've got accountability for every person in every location for every time that they say they are but you're also getting a shadow um, from time to time during the time periods, like you're, you've, you've located a number of transmissions, um, and you're trying to narrow down who could have sent them kind of thing, right? That was your, that was your plan. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you have found a number of transmissions, uh, maybe a, a half dozen or so transmissions over the course of a month or so. Um, there's a slight pattern to them, but it doesn't, it seems more of like a, um, it, it's less of a pattern of when they're sent and more of a pattern of how they're sent. Um, like it's a different, it's a different the pattern is that it is different almost every time and it's encrypted in a different subsystem each time. Um, so uh, 
what you're finding difficult though is you're able to account for every crew member at every every crew member and civilian crew member uh, during each of the incidences. Um, however, there is usually a a shadow in the uh, in the log prior to like within an hour or two prior to the actual message being sent, meaning that someone is faking where they are and where they actually are. So they're leaving either they're leaving their combat somewhere and going off somewhere, or they're setting up some kind of bio energy field to to manipulate to 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 make it look like the sensors show the person being in the one place when they're actually somewhere else um which is why it's you know you've hit this brick wall okay uh so if we do a little bit of role playing before we move on to the next go ahead uh so um uh silva will will i think by this point she's like laying on tong's bed with like her head hanging off the the feet of the bed like with the data pad upside down and she's just going through it and she's seeing these shadows after shadows and she's like i haven't seen anything this sophisticated since the obsidian order well i i don't know much about the obsidian order uh sir but yes this this is about uh where where i uh met a bit of a a, a wall when i was attempting this on on my own uh yeah a lot, lot of lot of uh information going a lot of different places and none of it leading back to anyone specific we're not gonna let that stop us Uh, no sir hey can i ask you something Uh, of course sir what's it like being look i know starfleet says that they're you know that earth likes to pretend that they're past prejudice and all that but you're a Ferengi. You've got to have some people who have prejudices, have, have, have certain assumptions about you, at least. How do you deal with that? Well, uh, it, it helps to wear the uniform, I suppose. Um, well, for, for some people, uh, not 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 for others. Uh, not not many Ferengi really really appreciate this the uh, the Starfleet uh, uniform. Kind of kind of goes against centuries and centuries of uh, you know how our society has defined itself. Um, and then uh, yeah, I I suppose everybody else does you know see me as a, a Ferengi first and foremost. I, I I suppose that 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 is true, but. Uh, I mean, there's 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 been a lot of very interesting reform on Ferenginar the past uh, few few years or so. Um, so uh, may, maybe maybe reputations will will change. Uh, I well, you know, um, I think you're I think you're doing your part to change it. Um, I know a lot of people I've met seem to see Ferengi differently now that they've seen you. Right. Uh, I I just I just try to live up to the expectations of a Starfleet officer. Um, yeah, uh, I guess for some people it's easy. Some people it's hard. I, I know I've had trouble uh, trying to fill the shirt. You know. 
a difficult chart to fill. Starfleet has a history of quite exceptional people. Yeah, definitely that. That's that. I think okay, that's a good place. Yeah, yeah, that's good for good for me. Um, does anybody else have anything they want to do real quick, or no? I'll take that as a no. We might want to go back to the interrogation of the Vulcans. Uh, we will get back to that. Okay. Um, first, though. Um, Commander Ambrose, uh, you receive a message from the station. Okay. Uh, the subcommander comes on the screen. Uh, Commander Ambrose, I trust that things are going better on the Europa. I've heard you've had some kind of security crackdown. Uh, routine personnel check. Everything, everything aboard ship is exactly as it should be. Of course it is. Um, I was wondering then, since nothing pressing has you occupied, if you would be willing to meet with me. I have some things I want to discuss with you. I can make time for that, of course. Thank you. I'll see you soon. And she sends you a... a location for a meet okay uh, gonna go to that or do you want to guys what do you want to jump back to something else on the ship let's go back to the vulcans real quick while we got that going while ambrose's head is over headed over there um who was interrogating the vulcans cobra maybe maybe mills i don't know i'm the only one who doesn't have a vulcan so i feel like it should be cobra right mm -hmm. um Let's do, uh, I need to keep these here, player characters. Okay. So let's do um, Vren yep. and Koba can go start on that one. And say, if we don't want to interrogate them together, which we probably strategically should not, we could have Koba and Mills interrogate Bren and then Mills needs to get called away to deal with the thing or shore up security somewhere else or whatever, leaving Koba to interrogate Tekka. That's fine. So you guys are in, uh, I assume you've invited Vren not to the, to the, to the brig, but to somewhere right. less. Um, You're invited to the brig. You're invited to the brig. <laughs> you are cordially invited to sit in this box. Um, so we'll say that you're like one of the, one of the security offices, no mm -hmm. doubt. Um, and therein you are. We're probably in one of those little conference rooms. Right. Um, so let's go over this again. Where were you at the time, uh, at, tw uh, at 1644 ship time? I believe at that uh, that specific hour, I was in one of the research labs performing uh, my duties looking into the Iconian incident and any related historical documentation that I might be able to enlighten uh, the staff on. I see, I see. Do you always do your investigations all alone? 
nobody nobody else there to see where you're going as i'm sure you are aware i am not an official member of starfleet and therefore not necessarily bound by your specific regulations and schedules this is as much of a pet project to me as it is a professional duty well maybe you can satisfy some curiosity for me what made you want what what made you want to go onto a starfleet ship in the first place you are you are a civilian after all I am also an archaeologist and a xenoanthropologist, and the best way to visit other planets and learn of their histories is to actually visit them through space transportation. I see. Have you ever studied the Romulans? He does air quotes. Have you ever studied the Romulans? Studied the Romulans. Uh, of course, uh, Romulan history is as much as we know of it, is well taught on Vulcan. They are a distant relation to ours, and the political connections between our two people have been growing in importance. And if a Romulan was to come to you and say, oh, let's have closer relationships, all we need you to do is plant a few bugs in this starship, what would your response be to that? I would respond that that is a highly illogical way to pursue a mutually beneficial relationship. What would be a logical way to pursue a mutually beneficial relationship? I know the, from, from my, granted, not direct understanding, the relationship between the Romulans and the Vulcans is tepid at best. I suppose you could say that. I apologize. Was there a question there that I missed? What would be the logical way to pursue a relationship to? Well, if your hypothetical situation extends specifically to myself and the Europa, there are indeed Vulcan ambassadors on this station who would be able to approach myself or most likely an actual member of Starfleet, uh, specifically likely the diplomatic corps. Other than that, personal relationships aside, anything beyond, say, your friendly lunch would have to go through the proper channels. And what if somebody decided you were the proper channel? Would you report it to Starfleet security? I am certainly not the proper channel. But no, but as, as you pointed out, you are not held to the same regulations and standards as Starfleet. If a Romulan infiltrator were to attempt to sabotage or spy on the ship, you might be the most logical choice. I fail to see the logic in that. As you said, relations between our two people is tepid at best. As a non-Starfleet officer, I have very limited access to the ship and carry very little weight uh, between its crew and the administration of Starfleet itself. 
if they my expertise is mainly through Vulcan history and the history of Federation planets, most of which is well documented in Federation databases. I would be a most illogical contact for a spy. You have access enough and you are well renowned in your field and well respected and brown outs. But if I might lose were... power. If somebody were to come to you, you would report it to Starfleet, is what you're saying. Of course. Have you seen any other of your fellow Vulcans acting suspiciously? Any of them doing anything un-Vulcan? Vulcans do not tend to act suspiciously, and I'm not sure how a Vulcan would act un-Vulcan. <laughs> At this point, I actually lost audio um and video we we lost power um i do come back into it here in a few seconds uh, but i just want to let everybody know that's listening that i do apologize for all the errors that we've had um, i have found some redundancies so that we don't have this happen in season two um, however we have one more episode after this one in rivals part four uh, that episode i think is pretty good might have some issues technically um, and then we get into two apart episode called the tides of war i think those are both pretty good and then uh wisely weigh our sorrows is a final two-part episode and that is the end of the season and those ones are no technical issues that i'm aware of um so yeah thanks for listening busy all week yeah all right so with that drama what happened let me explain is that i <laughs> lost power um there's a big there's a storm going on i'm probably gonna lose power again so we're gonna wrap this scene up uh and then we'll wrap up a session and bring it back uh, next time around, which we will be starting at an earlier time uh, starting next week. So um, we last left off. I believe that Mills was trying to talk to Varen. I don't know where you guys were in that conversation. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure where you lost us. Um, Varen, the last thing I heard was the Varen was trying to, con was trying to say that the, it didn't make logical sense um, for her to be the, uh, the, the 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 traitor uh, whatever uh, and then she had limited access and then that you I think you had replied with um, that she had significant access, access enough. and access enough and that's that's where I that's where I left off I think it's about where we noticed you were gone so okay yeah. uh, so picking up from there um, you you're you're correct you do have limited access but at the same time you have access enough. You are well respected. Your reputation precedes you, and you are often on the ship unsupervised. Tobal will point his finger, and there's nothing logical about treason. In the current situation, I would agree with you. There is no logical I'm reason to now. overthrow any government That'd within the it. Federation. I unfortunately missed all of that because I froze. Oh. Uh, I got Koba pointing his finger and there's nothing logical and then everything stopped. He said there's nothing logical about treason and then she agreed. Okay. All right. You didn't miss much. Oh, good. That there was no reason to overthrow a government in the Federation. Yeah. I, I, is there anything else we want out of this scene? It seems like we're going, I think the momentum is kind of thrown off, but it seems yeah. like we're kind of going yeah. circular. Yeah, that's fine. 
Um, do you want to hit the other side of the interrogation, or do you want to? We'll just hold off and try that one next time. Pick up, pick up with that. If you think your internet will last, I'm up for it. But I've got red bar at the moment showing my connection, so I, I don't know. Kind of would rather wait um, because right. between your red bar and me freezing all over the place and and brownouts, yeah, I I don't want to try to get into this again and then lose momentum again. Yeah, I, I think we are not telling good story at this point. Unfortunately, yeah, the, unfortunately the, the storm picked up and hey, look, my pictures of my dog and my camping trip. I'm for my camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yay. Look at that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my thumb trying to get the camera working again. All right. So we'll just go ahead and wrap it up there. We're going to go ahead and um, we'll just skip the wrap up for tonight. Um, that That's way we can get off. And, and unfortunate. Yeah. It was very uh, we, playing with y'all. Yeah, it was. I was actually really enjoying the session. Uh, yeah, no, we've we've got some really good stuff. Um, that if if the weather and the power were cooperating, we could tell some really good story tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, we did see a lot of this coming. We knew early today that the storm was going to be bad. I was just hoping we could. I'm still glad we tried. Weather it. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> it was a bad pun. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I Trying it was definitely worthwhile. Um, yeah, we'll we'll pick this back up next week uh, with the interrogation of Tekis. Actually, you know what? We'll probably pick up with uh, Ambrose meeting with uh, Toshiri and then jump into the stuff after that. That way we can have um, a little bit of that. Okay. That's okay. Unless we come up with something better, that's what we'll do. Um, in the meantime, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end the roll, roll the end credits. Uh, thanks for joining us, and I'm sorry for the power outage. Thank you.